the Glenn Show. Our next guest is only 49 years old, and yet he already qualifies as one of the greatest head coaches in the 60-plus year history of ACC football. He has a national title under his belt this Saturday night in Charlotte. He's taking his Clemson Tigers in pursuit of their fourth straight ACC championship. It'll be pit against Clemson at Bank of America Stadium. The 10th year Clemson football coach, Dabo Sweeney. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm good, David. How you doing? Doing really well. You had the game in control against the Gamecocks this weekend and, of course, kept your perfect record intact. I saw you get very upset at your All-American defensive lineman, Christian Wilkins. What was your main message to him, even as uh, most of your fans were just celebrating a big victory? Oh, well, I mean, the biggest thing was, I mean, he, he put our defense in a bad spot. Selfish. Uh, it was a selfish act. Simple as that. I mean, you know, he didn't get in there by himself. I mean, you had the guard pull and smash his guy. You had Dexter Lawrence kick out his guy. And, and uh, you know, so it's just, just we can't do that. It's not within the rules. And uh, you can't forget who you are and what you represent and the type of leader that he is. And, and uh, that, you know, everybody on the team is, is paying attention. And if it's okay for him to do it, then it's okay for everybody else to do it. And uh, so, but he understands that. He, he, uh, he, he he got a little butt chewing, and he 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 knew it. Uh, but it was a heck of a run, I'll say that. <laughs> well, tell me this, Coach. From the outside, and there were a couple other moments where you had to address a particular player here or there. I'm thinking to myself, Coach Sweeney knows that even if you still beat the Gamecocks while waking, making these mistakes, you might not be able to beat Alabama or someone like that while making <clears throat> similar mistakes. And yet you're saying that's not the first thing on your mind. It's just really how you want to live your life and, and coach your team day to day, regardless of your opponent. It's a culture thing. Yeah. I mean, we got, I mean, we're up 49, 21 in the fourth quarter and, you know, we just, you know, lost our focus a little bit at a couple of uh, busts and missed tackles and, and just, you know, some of our, uh, guys in there not doing what they need to do. And then we had to use a timeout because uh, we only had 10 for the punt team. Uh, those are the type of things, you know, you, you got to stay locked in on what you're doing. But uh, but it was a great win. I mean, just uh, this has been this has been an unbelievable season, so much fun. Uh, it's flown by. I mean, this is – these guys have had a ball. Um, this year. Uh, we've won seven games in a row by 20 points or more. That's never happened in Clemson history. Wow. Um, you know, this has been a, this has been a team that, that um, even though we didn't play our best game defensively the other night, you know, you still win by three touchdowns against your rival uh, in our fifth state championship in a row. And that hadn't happened in our lifetime, 78 years. So uh, just so much, 12-0. and 0, um, It's really hard to win a game. Uh, much less to win, to go undefeated, and uh, to to you know beat your rival five in a row, and and now we got an opportunity to go to Charlotte and uh, you know try to make history again because nobody's won four you know ACC championship games in a row. So this is a unique opportunity for a unique team. Uh, this is this team is special, uh, unbelievable leadership and focus and commitment all year long, and I'm excited. Uh, that they are at this point, you know, we got five days of, of preparation to, and then empty the tank Saturday night, you know, and then you then you kick back on Sunday and see what your postseason is going to look like, and then these guys will get about a week and a half off, and then we'll uh, we'll start prepping for uh, 
for whatever that opportunity is. Dabo Sweeney is joining us, the Clemson Tigers head football coach, national coach of the year in 2015, the national champion in 2016, seeking the fourth straight ACC title for the program, as he said, and that would be a fourth straight trip to the college football playoff as well. This reminds me a little bit of last year, Coach. Everybody in the world predicted that you would not only beat the Miami Hurricanes in the ACC title game, but that you would beat them convincingly. And sure enough, you did it. You proved it. Uh, A lot of these guys went through that. How do you make sure that they don't take a 7-5 and pit team for granted when everybody in the world is predicting not only a Clemson win, but a Clemson win by a lot? Just keep doing what we've been doing. I mean, I think we've been predicted to win by a lot every game yep. uh, all year. <laughs> so it's really no different uh, than opening up with Furman and then going to A&M. We were predicted to win by a lot out there. That was a tough game. And, you know, every game I think we've been predicted to win a lot. But that doesn't get it. You know, we just got to continue to prepare like we always do. And, you know, we don't – we respect every opponent. Um, and But we just make it about us. We We just try to – we just try to play to to a, to a standard, a winning performance uh, at each position, and you know taking pride in in how you play, and that's a reflection of how you prepare and our effort and so forth. And just you know we have a plan to win, and we try to execute that every single week. No, nothing matters, uh, but this is a championship game, and it doesn't matter what anybody's record is. And if we are fortunate enough to beat Pitt Saturday night, it'll be the first time we've beat Pitt. Uh, so you know we hadn't beat that bunch. Um, they, we, I've played them once since I've been in the league, and uh, and they beat us right here at home. Uh, and we went on to win the national championship. So it's the only ACC team that these seniors have a losing record against. Uh, so we're excited to play Pitt. I don't care what their record is. Uh, <laughs> we, it, it don't matter. Uh, they've played a tough schedule. You know, they lost to Penn State, uh, who's a really good team. They lost to Notre Dame, who's undefeated. They lost to Central Florida, who's undefeated. Um, and uh, so this is a this is a team that that uh, we know is going to challenge us, and, and, you know, with everything that they got, uh, and we're excited about it. So when they lost at Miami, obviously this past week, who's who's got an outstanding defense and, and is starting to play a little better uh, down the stretch here. Coach, here in North Carolina today, not only do you have a lot of folks excited to head to Charlotte for your game against Pitt on Saturday night, but they're reacting to the dismissal of Larry Fedora at Carolina. You have led an unusual life in football, and I think most people know you spent basically a decade at Alabama, first as a player and then as a coach, and since 2003, you've been at Clemson. So that's like two stops in, in what, you know, almost 30 years you've been at two different places. There are coaches I know that have been, you know, in 15 different places over 25 years, yep. and it was 2015, Coach. It was three years ago that you're shaking Larry Fedora's hand at the ACC title game as he's tying the school record with 11 wins with the Tar Heels back then. And I think you guys were in like an eight-point game with an onside kick at the end. When you read news like today with Larry, or over the weekend, Larry Fedora's let go, are you reminded of the chaotic nature of this coaching universe or, or have you lived sort of in a, a separate world yourself and uh, you, don't, you don't think about shaking Larry Fedora's hand three years ago and how many things have changed for that opponent in the three years since then? Oh, man, no. I'm, I'm, I'm very much aware of, uh, you know, the volatility of this business. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, but, you know, as a coach, you know when you get in this thing that it comes with the territory and, 
And, um, you know, I'm, I'm incredibly fortunate because I, I was at Alabama for 13 years, uh, five as a player and eight as a coach. And, um, and that was uh, – we had a great run there. And, and I experienced that as a young coach. I mean, I, I was uh, – I mean, things were going great. We won the SEC in 1999 and played in the Orange Bowl, lost to Tom Brady down there in the Orange Bowl. And, and I got an opportunity to go be a coordinator at another school, and I decided not to do it, and I stay at Alabama. I'm 30. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in line to be the play caller there. And, man, it, everything's looking great. <laughs> and nine months later, we're all fired. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I remember what, that had such a huge impact on me um, you know, because I was kind of naive at that time. Uh, but, boy, I mean, I realized quickly uh, the business side of this thing. And uh, and so, and, and then it was two seasons before I could get another job. I mean, I had all that experience and it had success and but uh, and tried hard for a couple of years to get a job, and, and I couldn't get nobody to hire me. Couldn't get a lot of people even call me back. And, uh, and uh, Tommy Bowden. Um, so, so I was out of coaching in 01 and 02, and finally Tommy Bowden called me in uh, February of 03 and, and brought me to Clemson. And I, when I came up here, I, I mean, I'm 33, and honestly, I'm like, well, I'll, you know, I was excited to get back into coaching and thought I might be here a year or two or whatever. And I'm, I'm just finished my 16th season uh, Saturday night, and uh, it's, it's amazing, you know, but that's just. That's what God's plan for me was, and he put the right people um, in my path along the way. I mean, I've had several opportunities to leave Clemson, and but but for whatever reason, I, I it was the right thing to stay here. Uh, or there was a job or two that I thought I had a chance to get as a head coach and didn't get, and, uh, and I'm thankful that I did because then I wouldn't have had this opportunity. So um, it's been unbelievable to be able to, in this profession, to live somewhere for 16 years and raise my family. I've raised three kids here. Uh, it's special now. I just finished my 10th year as the head coach. So it goes fast. In fact, uh, in fact, Saturday night uh, in Charlotte, that's that's December 1st, and I got hired officially 10 years ago, December 1st. Wow. Uh, so it's been an amazing journey, uh, a lot of fun, and uh, but I'm very much aware of the volatility of, of this profession and how hard it is to win, how hard it is to win, especially to win consistently. And, uh, you know, I'm fortunate because I haven't had to move around a million times. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of always been a bloom where you're planted kind of guy. And, and uh, I'm really fortunate. And listen, I hate it for Larry because Larry did a good job and he had a tough couple of years. Uh, but man, it's, it's, it's a fine line between, you know, winning and losing. And, uh, you know, but it, it, I really hate it. But I know that uh, I know he did everything he could. And, uh, you know, he'll he'll land on his feet. And he's a heck of a football coach. And, uh, you know, um, it'll all work out uh, the way it's supposed to for him. Last thing for Dabo Sweeney. Last week we could have wished him a happy 49th birthday this coming Saturday. We wish him well against Pitt and also a happy 10th anniversary of his hiring as the Clemson football coach. Uh, coach, we got a tongue-in-cheek question. Who recruits the state of North Carolina best? 
And, of course, over I've been at this for 30-plus years. Way back when, like, Mac Brown was recruiting for the Tar Heels, and there's word that yeah. he, he might be the next head coach at UNC. We'll see about that. Uh, or lately, Dave Doran of NC State has been doing a good job, et cetera. David Cutcliffe at Duke has made his mark. Uh, the correct answer, of course, was Dabo Sweeney, not an in-state coach, but an out-of-state coach. As, as we look forward to your matchup with the Panthers, just give us a perspective. Since the game is on North Carolina soil, and y'all are physically not all that far from us. I mean, heck, the Carolina Panthers uh, actually market to the Carolinas, plural, as if we were just one big state. Uh, you've got some great players even beyond the superstar Dexter Lawrence that you have lured away from all of our programs to sign with your Clemson Tigers. Just give us a big, big picture of you as you head to Charlotte, the importance of our state as you build the Tigers from the Palmetto State, but also uh, our state and, and several others. Yeah, well, that first of all, that's kind of what we do. We we uh, we we just we draw a big circle around Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina, and we recruit it as one state. Uh, that's that's kind of all in state for us. Yeah. And, and that just stems from you know our state here. We, we you know there's just we don't have a huge population first of all, and uh, there's more people in Atlanta than our whole state, and and so you know we don't have a ton of guys in this state that that uh for for this level or and then we when you throw in the the need of you know the character the academics and being good enough and all those things the pool is not as big so we have to do a great job in the state of south carolina but we have to support our classes out of state and so we kind of work from the inside out we always have and that's our philosophy but we treat north carolina as in state and um, when you look at all the good Clemson teams that I've had, or even back whenever any good Clemson team, I'll guarantee you there were a bunch of great players from the state of North Carolina yeah. uh, on the roster. So it's very close, you know, where we're our ge- you know geographically how we're positioned, we're we're kind of right here um, on, on the basically on the line of Georgia and North Carolina. So uh, it's a great uh, fit for us, the I-85 corridor and. And uh, so we're excited to be up there in Charlotte and be able to, to bring our brand up there in, in that great state and, and hopefully uh, play well. Congratulations on 12-0. and 0. Uh, Good luck on Saturday night. Happy birthday, happy anniversary, and, and we wish you many more good things to come, Coach. Thanks for the time on the David Glenn Show. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to be with you. You do a great job. Thank you very much. Dabo Sweeney, officially the 10th-year Clemson football coach. We do have great conversations with Coach Sweeney, don't we? I think I think he gives us the benefit of the doubt because we knew him before he was famous. See, Darren, there's a benefit to being old. Most of the things that have come with getting old are bad. Like, I can tell you about my last doctor's appointment and my next doctor's appointment. No, I'm not quite that old yet. But you know the deal. As you get older, there are fewer benefits and there are more stories to tell that aren't quite as fun to hear. I knew Dabo Sweeney when he was a no-name assistant coach, but a very personable recruiter that was leaving impressions on young people, their moms and dads, their high school coaches, and just sort of building his own personal brand. First at Alabama, I didn't know him then, uh, and then at Clemson when he was working for Tommy Bowden for a while. 
I had no idea he was going to be, you know, one of the greatest football coaches in ACC history. I, had, I could not have predicted that. But he was one of those people that when you do cross paths with him, and again, nobody knew who he was. Nobody. Like Clemson football fans, only the most diehard would know, yeah, we have this young recruiter named Dabo Sweeney who's really helping us uh, build some of those relationships on the recruiting trail. You knew he was special. Had no idea. The guy was in sales. In between being let go at Alabama and being hired at Clemson, he was out there selling stuff. I forget what it was, like a pharmaceutical company for a while, something else for a little while. Real estate, I think. And then he's just hired on a flyer by Tommy Bowden. Yeah, there's this young, personable guy who did some good things at Alabama. And slowly but surely, returned my phone calls as a no-name assisted coach when I back when I covered recruiting. And next thing you know, Dabo's getting the interim head coaching job and still returned our calls. And then he got the full-time head coaching job. And all these years later, he's still returning our calls. So happy 49th birthday last week. Happy 10th anniversary on Saturday. We all know Clemson's going to be Pitt, right? I mean, I didn't even bother asking him about the Panthers personnel. You know what the reality is? The Pitt Panthers are good at running the football. They have occasional big playability in the passing game or in the return game. That's it. They're not very good defensively. They don't have a very dangerous quarterback. And they're not a well-rounded. They're 7-5 and five for crying out loud. They're 7-5. and five. The Pitt Panthers lost by like 200 points to Penn State in their cross-state game earlier this year. And that was at Heinz Field. It was Nittany Lions 100, Pitt 2, something like that. That was crazy. UNC beat Pitt this year. Larry Fedora, in the year he got fired, beat Pitt this year. That's the Pitt team that you'll see on the field at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Now, we're still going with the Big Tailgate Tour. We hope to see you there, thanks to our friends at the residence in Uptown. We'll make the trip, Darren, because they're going to play the game. But we all know Clemson's going to win its fourth straight ACC title, and Clemson's going to its fourth straight college football playoff.